Welcome to the Capital News Illinois Roundup. I'm Jennifer Fuller. We had a late development this week in the challenge to Illinois' assault weapons ban. In a 2-1 ruling published Friday afternoon, the Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals panel sided with the state, finding that, quote, even the most important personal freedoms have their limits. Democratic lawmakers in the General Assembly pushed for the assault weapons ban in January. That came after last summer's fatal shooting at the Highland Park Independence Day Parade. Gun rights advocates filed a series of lawsuits against the law in the hopes that the conservative majority on the U.S. Supreme Court might use the case to further loosen gun restrictions nationwide. Meanwhile, the Gap Week during the annual fall veto session is traditionally a time for preparation, getting ready for those busy last days of legislative action before the end of the calendar year. That means committee hearings, informal negotiations, and lots of data analysis. This year is no different. Lawmakers will return to Springfield next week, giving advocates of a private school scholarship program one last chance to push for its extension. The Invest in Kids program, which launched in 2018, is set to expire at the end of this year. Many Democrats in the General Assembly and the state's largest teachers' unions would like to see the program end as scheduled. They call it a backdoor voucher program. But moderates and Republicans are pushing for its renewal. Senate Republican leader John Curran says his caucus is prepared to see the program scaled back for the sake of its survival. You know, while we would like to see the program made permanent, we realize, um, you know, it's going to take compromise to get this program extended. Invest in kids costs the state roughly $75 million annually in tax breaks for donors to private school scholarship funds, which awarded nearly 10,000 scholarships last year. A group of ultra-conservative lawmakers, however, have pushed back against efforts to shrink the program they would prefer to extend and expand it. Without their support, passing an extension would be a close vote. Veto session resumes on Tuesday. In other education news this week, reading and math scores for Illinois students are up across the board, according to the latest school report card from the Illinois State Board of Education. Statewide tests given during the spring of 2023 showed big increases in proficiency rates for English language arts and modest increases in math proficiency rates. Black students saw the biggest gains in many key categories. State School Superintendent Tony Sanders says those increases are something to celebrate. Illinois has the fourth highest standards for proficiency in the nation, so it's not possible to compare our proficiency rates to other states because it's like comparing apples to oranges. Our standard for meeting and exceeding on our assessments is much more rigorous than other states. The report card also shows the state's four-year high school graduation rate is the highest it's been in 13 years, at 87.6%. One area of concern, however, is chronic absenteeism. Although the rate was down slightly from the previous year, more than a quarter of all students in Illinois missed 10% or more of the school year. This is still well above pre-pandemic levels. Robin Staines is president of Advance Illinois, an education advocacy group. She says chronic absenteeism has to be addressed. Our chronic absenteeism now um, more than doubled during the pandemic generally. It went up even more uh, for low-income students, black students, black and next students. It came down a teeny tiny little bit this year, but it's at 28%, whereas it used to be at 15, 16, 17% statewide, and it's still at 42% for black students. And of course, you can read more about the state report card and find links to search for your local school district at capitalnewsillinois.com. 
Finally this week, gun rights advocates are demanding answers from the Illinois State Police about what types of weapons and attachments they'll be required to register starting January 1st. ISP is in the process of adopting rules to implement part of the state's new assault weapons ban, officially known as the Protect Illinois Communities Act. Many of those who spoke at a public hearing this week in Springfield said it's hard to tell from the proposed rules what items must be registered and what items are exempt. Josh Witkowski of the Illinois Federation of Outdoor Resources says he was frustrated that ISP officials couldn't answer many of the public's questions. You come hoping to get answers and instead get told, put your questions in writing. Well, it's a little frustrating to come to a, a public hearing and be told just submit it in writing. Well, anybody could submit it in writing. We were hoping to get answers sooner rather than later, especially given that there's a very limited timeline on when people are supposed to register. And a lot of these firearms, they don't realize have to be registered under the incredibly expansive definitions in the act. The law prohibits the purchase, sale, or possession of assault weapons, high-capacity magazines, and certain kinds of gun attachments. People who owned those items before the law took effect can still keep them, but they have to register them with the state police by January 1st. Thanks for listening to this week's Capital News Illinois Roundup. I'm Jennifer Fuller. Capital News Illinois is a nonprofit, nonpartisan news service funded in large part by the Robert R. McCormick Foundation, the Illinois Press Foundation, the Illinois Broadcasters Association Foundation, and the Southern Illinois Editorial Association.